What is up, guys? How's it going today? Welcome back to Full Court Blitz uh, with your host, Anthony McCulley. Hope you guys are all doing really good today. Um, it is currently June 17th on a Wednesday, being recorded at 5 p.m. Now, I know that not a lot has been going on, actually, in both the NBA and NFL. Uh, they're both pretty, uh, you know, slow moving right now with everything going on. But uh, before we get into everything else, um, make sure you guys do go to the link anchor.fm forward slash Anthony Dash McCulley and you guys can give that a follow to kind of as a rating for if you guys like the podcast or not, because I, I hope I'm doing well. Um, that'll just kind of give me a better understanding on what you guys kind of think about it. And I hope, you know, all of you kind of like it. So that's obviously the main goal with this. Try to give you guys the best and most recent news out of both sports, obviously. Um, so yeah, with that being said, though, I think it would be time for us to, uh, Hop into the first thing. Um, oh, yeah, also forgot. Um, make sure that you guys also follow my links too. McCully Anthony on Instagram, Anthony McCully on Facebook. Uh, still getting that page ready. That's giving me some problems right now, but it will be up soon. And then also the real ant 19 on Twitter. The real ant 19 on Twitter. I will. Make sure that I put those things out, too, if you guys want, on social media. So that way you guys uh, have that. In case you guys want to send uh, messages better on that. I know that some people have told me it's easier on that. But uh, anyway, let's get into the first thing here. Uh, Everything is NBA-related today, actually, because nothing is really going on in the NFL so I guess we should just, you know, hop right into the first thing here with the NBA. I kind of saw this today just scrolling through. John Wallace trying to pitch DeMarcus Cousins to the uh, Wizards for the Disney tournament that will be happening here in July. I think it's, you know, obviously they haven't played together in a while. It has been... A very long time. Uh, I think that that would be cool because I also just think the Wizards could potentially use him. And he's just such a big body that even if they don't need him fully, they could use him as like some sort of like a some sort of strategy tool. And that's essentially what I feel like they might do going forward with it because you know, they just, they could really use a guy like that, a big body on their team, to be able to make plays when they need them. And I know Boogie could do definitely do that. So that would be a good thing for them. But yeah, the interesting part about this is that they haven't played together since they last played in Kentucky. And, you know, obviously, 
when you have some sort of history together, that obviously helps bring them together at some point down the line in their both their respective careers. I mean, obviously they both had they have they've both had hell of a careers. I mean, they they've both done really really well. I feel like John Wall may be a little bit better than Boogie, but I still I I feel like. For what Boogie is, the kind of player he is, I feel like for what he's brought to the table, it's honestly done been pretty well for the most part. Um, but yeah, so I think that overall, I think that would be a good move. Obviously, not really much. I mean, there's still a lot writing on this season to end here, but like, I feel like with the way it is. You know, I just feel like with the way the season is right now, they might accept, they, they might let that happen. I don't know if, how I guess, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know how it's really going to work because normally at this point, trading is already done. Like the trading deadline is being well passed. So, I mean... I guess I just don't know how that would work unless they would make an exception to the season because a lot of things have had to be changed. So I guess that's always possible. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. Again, if you guys want to let me know what you guys think about these types of things, about what we talk about, make sure to, uh, like I said, go through all my links, McCully Anthony, uh, Excuse me, McCully Anthony on Instagram, Anthony McCully on Facebook. Um, when I get the Facebook page for the podcast on Facebook, you guys can uh, do it on there too. And the real Ant on nineteen on uh, Twitter, the real Ant nineteen. But anyway, yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, if you guys definitely let me know, because I would love to know if you guys think that they should be allowed to given the exception for this season, considering how it's gone. I think that that would be an okay exception. I don't, I don't think, I don't foresee any reason why it would be a problem. I mean, you know, I just, I don't know how, not even just trades. I just don't know how even signings, but I mean, and I don't know, like, I guess I don't really know like the process that they would go through it, you know, to try and get that deal done. Because, I mean, obviously, that's got to be some sort of change, too, and a little bit of a different process, I would imagine, now. But anyway, I also saw, I kind of wanted to get into this because I don't, I thought it was, I didn't even really, I kind of almost forgot about this, honestly. I didn't really exactly remember this about Kelly Oubre even getting hurt. You know, obviously, when the season was still going on before the hiatus. I didn't exactly remember that he had gotten hurt, even. And I totally forgot. And I read this article, and I'm like, holy shit. I totally forgot he got hurt. And so, I'm reading it. And it's just about how, you know, he's, it's, he's essentially what the article's about is, He's expected to be sidelined the remainder of, obviously, the season because they're in the in-play tournament 
for the NBA season, a part of the 22 teams format. So, and I guess this is why this article is brought up because obviously the Suns are in it and he won't be able to play now. So, I had just totally forgot. And he obviously is recovering from that torn meniscus in the right knee when the season was still going on, of course. He goes on to say how, again, he had suffered it late in late. In late in February, excuse me, had had a successful arthroscopic surgery March third, and when, and then was expected to be reevaluated four weeks after that. But obviously, the coronavirus kind of came along and kind of broke that bus up. So I mean, obviously, I don't exactly think that even happened. It says, before he was sidelined, Oubre was having, obviously, a career year. I mean, he was doing fucking great. I mean, he was having a hell of a season. You know, he was averaging 18.7 points, 6.4 rebounds, and 45.2% field goal percentage. And shooting a career high of 35.2% from beyond the arc through 55 games. That's honestly kind of incredible if you think about it. I mean... For the type of player he is, you would think, oh my god, probably be more, but like, again, you gotta remember that 45% is probably like league average, if not even possibly better. I mean, I know a lot of, I know there's some players that go average 30% from the field each and every game, because I mean, that's just what everything is being read here. It only explains, it only shows his points his rebounds, his field goal percentage, and his shooting career high through 55 games. I mean, honestly, through 55 games, you really can't ever, like, for some – I'm not saying for, like, everyone, but I mean, as far as most players go, 55 games isn't exactly showing very good stuff for some players. Like, I mean, like – I mean, some – I can't exactly name them right. I'm not, I'm not exactly gonna name them right off the top of my head, but there are some players that fifty five and through fifty five games, their stat line is terrible. I mean, it's just not really like it's, so. For some guys, it's just not enough time to show a good stat line. So to be able to go through fifty five games and show that kind of Stat lines honestly kind of decent. I mean, you may think all oh, 18.7 points probably get higher. Sure, it probably could be. But he's also, I would consider him somewhat of a sharpshooter, honestly. I think he kind of is. I, I would not I have no doubt in my mind that honestly, even next year, he could probably even do better than 18.7. Um, uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's kind of just what kind of came up today, or unless it was yesterday. Ah, uh, it was today. Okay. So yeah, I t- totally like I said, though, I totally forgot about this, and I didn't. I forgot I totally even got hurt, and I, I kind of made me feel bad because. So what would that mean then? Would that mean that Kelly Oubre Jr. might possibly? Because I know yesterday, if you guys watched yesterday's podcast, I had talked about how, 
or excuse me, this morning, I had talked about how, you know, I had talked about how uh, players who, well, I guess that's for sit-out, though. Because I talked about how sit out how players that players that are in the in in play tournament for the twenty two teams, if a player chooses to sit out and he's on one of those teams, they lose the money. So I guess that's probably a no because he's not choosing to sit out. He he's got hurt. So I think they'll still give him the cut. I I don't foresee any reasons why they wouldn't. I mean that would just be a a bad move on their part, on the league's part if they were to do that. Um, but yeah, this kind of just came up. Feel bad for the guy because I I do love his play. I really do. I I I just I love the way he plays. It's phenomenal. He's really a great player. And I know, yeah, I don't know. I just I just think it sucks. But okay, so moving on to the final thing, we didn't have very much today. But the final thing I guess I wanted to talk about was the 22-team in-play tournament. Now, I don't know if you guys heard about, you know, obviously the dates or not, but it's returning with 22 teams. The dates are from July 31st to October 12th in Orlando. Obviously, that's getting really close to the time that the NBA season starts up around a couple weeks, actually, because it normally starts in, like, the 20th or 22nd. So that's about one or two weeks away from the original season opener and then we'll be playing out the rest of the season until then which is kind of, it's going to be pretty weird to see I mean this has already been kind of odd but um so if you guys I mean I'm sure most of you have but in case no one has heard of or like what the format's going to be in case none of you guys have heard about it but I'm sure most of you have. But I'll, I'll kind of just give a quick rundown of it in case no one knows. So the NBA return format. So teams will be getting – teams will be able to train at their facilities, their own respective facilities in their home, in their towns, cities, in July. And they'll be expected to report to the complex later that month for a two-and-a-half-week training camp before games begin. So they'll be given two-and-a-half weeks just to kind of rest up, kind of prepare, and just to get time ready, just to get time to kind of do what you got to do. That Each of the teams, each of the 22, they'll be playing an eight-game tournament or excuse me, they'll be playing, each of the 22 teams will play eight games to finish out the regular season. Even though they have like 15 or 16 games or games yet each for all 30 teams, they're only going to play eight each, which is obviously enough. I'm honestly just kind of surprised that they're able to do this even. But moving on here, what it's what it continues to say is, Oh, excuse me, this computer is acting up a little bit. Okay. So.
Okay. So a planned tournament, excuse me, sorry about that, guys. So a planned tournament will be held for the eighth seed in both conferences, unless the ninth place team is not within four games of the eighth place team in that conference. See, that's kind of interesting because that essentially means the ninth place team is kicked out. Like that, that's the elimination process then basically. Because as a play-in tournament will be held for the eighth seed in both conferences, unless the ninth place team is not within four games of the eighth place team in that conference. Oh, so that essentially means that the ninth place team essentially gets screwed over if the eighth seed if the eighth seed team isn't four games within. So, okay, I'm reading that right. For the 8th seed, seed team. Okay, I'm reading that right. Okay. So, yeah, that would essentially mean that the ninth seed team would be screwing over the 8th seed, seed team. Or whatever. I don't know why I'm messing that up. But anyway, it's kind of confusing there. Okay. So... That's interesting right there alone, obviously. Several games per day will be held, or it will be played on multiple courts on several Disney properties through the end of the regular season, and obviously, first one of the playoffs. They're not going to want to move that. The last possible date for Game 7 of the finals would be would be September, October 12th. Regular and if and regular if not daily tests for COVID nineteen will be conducted. Now I I just thought that was interesting because I just you know well obviously none of this would be possible without COVID nineteen testing on a regular basis if not a daily basis per day you know maybe I don't know of course I don't know how that would even work I mean probably like if they were assuming they were to do it daily. It'd probably be probably be like once after every single game for each and every player that plays. I mean, that that would be my guess, but I feel like that'd be a lot a day then. And um, yeah, so then I kind of want to move over to all the teams going to be playing in each conference for a total of twenty two. So it'd be one, and this is still going. And I don't know if these seedings are official. I don't think they they could be. Yeah, they have to be. So these seedings are based on how the standings are currently. So when the hiatus first started, that's how they're ranking these teams. So like Milwaukee was 53 and 12 at the start of the hiatus, which means they're going to be number one seed in the East. So to start out with them, it's Milwaukee. Uh, number two is Toronto, number three is Boston, number four, Miami, number five, Indiana Pacers, number six, Philadelphia, six, 76ers. Pacers and tri- oh, it says Pacers and tiebreaker based on the head-to-head record, one and two. So that's going to determine ranking there. Brooklyn Nets, Magic, and the Wizards. And that's for the Eastern Conference. So... And then the Western is the Western is given more players, 
or more teams, excuse me. So down the list here, Lakers at one, Clippers two, Nuggets three, Jazz four, Thunder five, Rockets six, Mavericks seven, Grizzlies eight, Blazers nine, Pelicans 10, Kings 11, Spurs 12, Suns 13. Now, obviously, this format might work a little bit differently than it will with the Eastern Conference. Because remember, for the Eastern Conference, it is a play-in tournament will will be held for the eighth seed in both conferences unless the ninth place team is not within four games of the eighth place team in that conference. Well, I guess never mind. That would still go through nine for no matter that then. No matter the two different sides. But um I kinda wanted to kinda go through now. Because I want to see if I kind of want to go over to see the teams and kind of rank them where I think they're going to end up landing in this tournament. So I kind of just want to do this quickly. I don't really want to spend too much time on it. Essentially, I see obviously the Bucks. I don't know how they're going to determine. Well, actually, just like a normal season, so it'd probably be Bucks versus Magic. Which, if that's the case, Magic might give them a little bit of a run, but I see Milwaukee essentially taking that. I guess the teams I would see in the finals is either the Bucks. Now, of course, I can't really, you know, I can't really say that without seeing because this isn't even final standings yet. This is just how it stands right now. I guess I would have to kind of answer that later, but I mean, I could always get my predictions now. So teams I could essentially see, I could essentially see Raptors again. Mm. I mean, Toronto took up Milwaukee. Well, no. Yeah, I guess I kind of see Milwaukee. Toronto, Boston did better this year. Boston didn't do too terrible. 43 and 21 the way they stand right now. I could see my, a lot of people, I feel like Miami's a good pick. A lot of people doubt Miami. I think Miami would be a decent choice. Because that means they could essentially go 47 and 24 if they don't lose. Which that would then place them two or three, depending on how Toronto does. But yeah. I like how, though, that this still gives the Wizards a chance, even though they're 24 and 40. Uh. I don't foresee them going very far. I really, really don't. 
But yeah, that's just my picks for the Eastern Conference. I'm going to move down to the Western now. So there's a lot more to do here. So I think I'm going to cut it right after number... Ooh, okay. Well, I was going to say I was going to cut the teams off from... But I guess they're already... Obviously, they're already ranked, so I can't really do that. The teams I don't foresee going very far are Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, Spurs, and the Suns. I don't foresee any of them getting very far, unfortunately. It's just none of them really have... I mean, the Spurs have... The Spurs and... I guess the Spurs and Blazers have a lot of playoff uh, playoff um, experience, but I I still don't foresee none of the none of those teams I just mentioned had really fantastic years. I mean, the Blazers did terrible. I guess I can't say terrible, but they didn't do as good as everyone expected them to. You know, everyone expected them to be number two, number one, number two. But, like, at the same time, Damian Lillard was also shooting, like, and I'm not saying it's just him. I'm saying it's the whole team. None of the whole, the whole team, obviously, also facing health problems, too. But even the guys that were playing didn't really help out a whole lot. You know, Dame was probably shooting 35, 40% average a game, which is a little bit below average. I mean, the average, the league average is around 45. So I would say he shot around 35, 38, 40%. So, a little bit underneath it. Not too terrible. But I just feel like a lot this year, he kind of rushed his shots a lot. And I'm not saying that screwed them, but he liked to take, I know, a lot of shots in clutch times. He tried to just play hero ball. I was, I was a little disappointed in the in the Blazers season. I'm not even going to lie about that. But I guess I'm just going to kind of hop into it now. The teams I foresee making, I could foresee making the play, or, uh, finals this year, excuse me, is the Lakers. I could see the Clippers, maybe. I would like to see Denver. I would like to see Denver in it this year. Um, I could also foresee the Thunder. Now, that, of course, depends on how well they do. Rockets, maybe, maybe. In a Rockets versus Lakers championship playoff uh, championship round, who would I take? I feel like it would be very, very close. It would probably end in six games, six, seven games. But I would see the Lakers taking that. I just, if LeBron is definitely given that chance, I don't think he's going to fuck it up anymore. I don't think he's going to take it easy on the finals this year if they end up making it because of how, well, as obviously last year went. 
But yeah, that's just kind of my picks there. That's all I really got for today. Um, I know it's not very much, but again, if you guys want to kind of, you know, if you guys would like to just hit me up on those other social medias instead of sending voice messages, it's at anchor.fm forward slash Anthony dash McCulley. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Anthony dash McCulley. And make sure if you guys are over there, if you guys wouldn't mind to please hit that follow button and kind of share the podcast around if you guys do enjoy it. Again, you guys can reach me on those social medias. If you guys would like to talk on that instead, McCulley Anthony again on Instagram, Anthony McCulley on Facebook, and The Real Ant 19, The Real Ant 19 on Twitter. If you guys would like to, you know, again, Message me on those instead. Also, if you guys would like to review the podcast, that would be great as well. Um, I believe you guys can rate it. I'm not exactly sure, but if you guys ha- if you guys can, that would definitely be great. I appreciate all the support you guys give me. I absolutely love it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, feel free to obviously keep pouring that on. I would definitely appreciate it. That would be awesome if you guys. But anyway, this has been the Anthony, this, excuse me, this has been the full court blitz sports show. Thanks for watching guys. And I'll see you guys later.